When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Alan Lazard, six-foot-five frame, needing every bit of it. What a great look. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. Rodgers in trouble again, and he's sacked again by Quinnen Williams. What a beast, number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeJet1. And we are going to break down the film of the newest Jets wide receiver, Alan Lazard. We've got a fantastic All-22 breakdown of Lazard on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikeajet. So let's break down his film with our friend who made the video over at youtube.com slash playlikeajet, Mr. Luke Grant, the thunder from down under. Luke, what's up, brother? I'm doing well, Scott. Uh, I'm excited by this move. Obviously, it was a precursor to all of the Aaron Rodgers news, and it's difficult to get away from that right now. But I enjoy just looking at the Alan Lazard film and what he offered, and I think how well he's going to complement this group uh, of wide receivers, and I'm excited for it. We should say that your video, which is, again, available at youtube.com slash playlikeajet, is a breakdown of Alan Lazard's games against the AFC East in 2022. Remember, The Packers division played against the AFC East, so you get a look at all the teams that Alan Lazard is going to be up against two times a year, and of course, a look at what he did against the Jets. So it's really a preview of what you can expect to see Lazard doing against the Bills, against the Dolphins, and against the Patriots. The interesting thing for Lazard is, obviously, if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers, then there's a real chemistry there. Nathaniel Hackett is with the Jets. Lazard knows that offense very well, so that's a positive too, and we're going to dig into that a little bit later. But first, let's start with 
Lazard and how he uses his size and his physicality. One thing that I noticed that stood out on his tape is how he uses his body to get open. He's not a guy that's ever going to be able to separate using speed. He's not usually going to use flashy moves, although we will get into his route running in a little bit. But the way he gets open is by using his body and his physicality to create that little bit of separation. And Luke, as you joked, make those basket catches. And again, this is where having a chemistry with a quarterback comes in handy because he knows exactly where the ball is going to be. And we'll get into ball location in a bit. I'm not trying to compare him to DeAndre Hopkins, but there's definitely some Hopkins here in terms of how he uses his hands and how he uses his strength to get himself that little bit of space to be open. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I think there's two areas, Scott, where you really saw the size and the big body come into play. The first is in the red zone. He had 14 touchdowns over the last two seasons. But the main area I saw it was when he was playing on the outside as an X or as a Z receiver, and he was one-on-one on the boundary, and he was able to, as you said, not separate with speed. A lot of the times it looked like he wasn't open, but Rogers throws him that ball because he's so nuanced with his ability to use his body to protect the space and then make the catch. So many times in the, in the clips against the AFC East, you'd see him using his inside arm to just extend. It's not a push-off, but just to hold his space, to allow his catch radius to be safe, and then he'd make those over-the-shoulder catches time and time again. You mentioned that a lot of the tape, or all the tape from Lazard that I used was against the AFC East. He was fantastic in that area, Scott. Um, in 2022, he had three games, 15 catches, 84 yards a game, 17 yards a catch, and a touchdown against the Jets on a back shoulder against Brandon Eccles from the slot. So you can see, just looking at those three games alone, that he's a threat on the outside. And the reason he's a vertical threat is because he's a six foot five receiver. I'm going to say he's not the Mike Evans type who's going to go and high point a ton of balls vertically down the field. As we mentioned, he's going to protect space. He's going to use those basket catches and use his frame to do it that way. So I think the Revis example is a good way of looking at it. Different position, but a very similar methodology. And I think Jets fans will like that about Alan Lazard. And then as far as in the red zone, part of it is his frame. As I said, six foot five, huge dude. Part of it's the chemistry with Rodgers. And then he talked about it with his interview with Ethan Greenberg. He said that it's just understanding the offense, the way that Nathaniel Hackett breaks things down for him and understanding the timing of this West Coast offense. You need to understand that Lazard and Rogers have a special chemistry. Over the last three years, the highest touchdown to uh, throw or target completion percentage in the NFL has been uh, Burrow to Chase then Alan to Davis, and number three on that list, 8.3 of Aaron Rodgers' targets to Alan Lazard's have been a touchdown. So these guys are of a special chemistry. Hopefully we'll get Rodgers on the roster soon. But yeah, that big frame and that ability to make himself uh, a target and protect his space and to always be open, that's huge for Alan Lazard. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press one. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press two. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Luke, can you talk a little bit more about Lazard's tracking skills? Because that's something I noticed on his film as well. It's a particular strength of his. And when you're playing with Aaron Rodgers, it's very important because as we know, he throws those pinpoint lasers. And I think that's a big part of the chemistry there. Those two guys know exactly how to work together and it shows on the film. Oh, honestly, Scott, that's the perfect way of describing it. When you look at Al Nazard's film, I mentioned it, it almost looks like he's not open, but Aaron Rodgers will find him, has that trust in him and they have that connection. But the reason that Al Nazard is so effective is because of his ability to track the ball. Look, A lot of these NFL athletes can make catches when they're open, but the ability to preempt and predict where the ball is going to land, protect your space as a result and based off of that, and then make the catch, that's where you start getting to a very high level of receiver. And yes, look, Alan Lazard's career high is touching 800 yards. And yes, people are going to say, well, he was playing with Aaron Rodgers, so that's the best quarterback play you're going to get. But Lazard's role was more diverse than that. He played in the slot a fair bit. He's a fairly good run blocker. I just think that um, Alan Lazard's deep, tracking ability is going to be huge. His connection with Rodgers will be huge because the Jets have not had a deep threat over the last decade. Garrett Wilson was getting open. Zach Wilson, Mike White, they couldn't find him. You're not going to have that issue with Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball and then Lazard tracking it. He's phenomenal in that aspect and I can't wait to see it on the boundary for the Jets. Luke, I want to talk a little bit more about something you brought up earlier and that's Alan Lazard as a red zone threat. Now, he is six foot five and he's got that big body that plays into it. But that's something the Jets really have needed for a while. They haven't had that big bodied red zone threat. Garrett Wilson is maybe six feet tall, great player, and he can always get open from just about anywhere, but he's not that type of receiver. Elijah Moore, only five foot nine, similar situation. He can get open with his speed and his precise route running but he's not somebody that can use his size to get open in those red zone situations. We know that the Jets struggled in the red zone a lot last year. That was one criticism in particular of Mike White is that even though he played much better than Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco, when the Jets got down into the red zone, they just couldn't punch it in. And I think that is a big part of what sealed Mike LaFleur's fate in the end 
Talk a little bit more about Lazard's ability in the red zone, because like you said, 14 touchdowns in the last two years, pretty impressive. And it's something the Jets really need. Yeah. And he wins in a lot of diverse ways, Scott. That's what impresses me. He's not just a guy who's going to throw it up to the back corner of the end zone and go up and get it. Yes, there were some great back shoulder touchdowns. I talked about the one against Eccles from the slot on the right-hand side of the Jets formation. That was a big play in the game. He can do that 100%. Can you line him up and throw him a back shoulder fade? You most definitely can in the end zone, uh, in the red zone, sorry. But I also saw lots of nuance from him. And that's where the understanding of the offense and the route running we'll talk about really comes to fruition. There was a play I looked at against, I believe it was the Miami Dolphins, where he faked a block and then he leaked out over the middle of the field and he was wide open. I mean, he was naked. And Aaron Rodgers actually missed him. He was looking at Robert Tunyon. He didn't see him and ended up being an incompletion because Rodgers tried to force it in late. But he has that ability and that nuance with his route running or with his cells that he can find a way to just find the crease against zone or to beat his man. And I like that ability. That's what makes him a diverse wide receiver and why I think the seven, eight, nine touchdowns is a repeatable thing for Alan Lazard. And as you mentioned, that's huge for the Jets. They're a bottom three offense in the red zone in 2022. It really held us back. And having Lazard and having Rodgers is going to be enormous. But I think people undersell that he isn't only scoring touchdowns because his quarterback is number 12. He's scoring touchdowns because he has a unique skill set, a diverse one, and that's going to play well in green and white. And that's one thing I want to ask you about, Luke, because everybody's talking about Aaron Rodgers as if it's a done deal. But there's also the possibility that something falls through and they go in a different direction. And so you don't want it to be a situation where the Jets went out to get Alan Lazard simply for Aaron Rodgers, and then they don't get him. And uh uh-oh, what do you do with Alan Lazard? But I think when you watch his film, what you see is, yeah, the chemistry with Aaron Rodgers is great. But as you said, there are enough tools there for him to find ways to be effective, even if Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback. And I think his route running is a big part of that. Now, he's not a great route runner like, say, Elijah Moore. He's not in that league. But he is somebody whose route running is a very underrated skill. He can find ways to get open with his route running. As we said, his strength and his anticipation and his ball tracking are probably his best assets. But he's not a bad route runner either. No, not at all, Scott. I think if you have a guy on one side of the line of scrimmage like Elijah Moore, who just toasted man coverage for the entirety of his rookie season, and then on the other side, you've got off coverage against Alan Lazard, that's really when you're going to see him shine. There are a couple of routes against the Patriots. There was one against the Dolphins where his ability, again, it comes down to nuance and knowledge. It's not just that he's good at getting in and out of breaks, but it's, okay, I'm going to run a corner route. Then I'm going to sell that out. Actually, it's a deep post. And then he just sits down in the corner's blind spot, gets a 15-yard reception, turns up field, and suddenly you've got a 25-yard player over the middle. And it isn't because he's quick. It isn't because he's particularly shifty in and out of those breaks. It's just understanding the the polish that's needed to be a route runner, understanding when to attack the corner's hips, when to sit down in the blind spot. Those things are crucial. A guy like Drake London, London, excuse me, did that really well in the last draft class. I like that about his route running. And I think Alan Lazard is a really similar um, profile to him. So it's exciting. And I think that route running again, he's not going to be toasting people over the middle of the field with route running, but he's got more than enough um, ability to be a threat And then it's not just a deep threat. It's not just having to play him from the slot. You have to account for Alan Lazard and a diverse route tree. And that's maybe something that held back Denzel Mims. And you look at what he was asked to do both in the NFL and also back at Baylor. It's a lot of slants and it's a lot of goes. Lazard really opens up that offense. 
And look, Scott, you're getting him for $3 million in 2023, uh, 22 guaranteed. So it's a three-year deal, two-and-a-half-year deal, as opposed to paying Corey Davis $11 million. It's great value, and it's part of that route running and the diversity of his game that I think is really going to suit his time in New York and the reuniting with, uh, with Nathaniel Hackett. And when you talk about diversity, I think that's a big part of why he's somebody that Aaron Rodgers really liked because he can do a bunch of different things, including be an effective weapon in the slot. And when you have a guy that size that can do things in the slot, it opens up a lot of potential mismatches for your offense. 41% of his targets the last two years were in the slot. There are people that are anticipating Elijah Moore becoming the full-time slot guy. I said this last year, and I'm going to say it again now. I don't think there's going to be a full-time slot guy. I think they're going to move these guys around. Nathaniel Hackett knows what to do with Alan Lazard. He's had him in the past. You'll see some Elijah Moore in the slot. You'll see some Garrett Wilson in the slot. You'll see some Alan Lazard in the slot. You're going to see points where everybody's in the slot, and it's going to throw the opposing defenses off. And the fact that Alan Lazard can do that, in addition to being that big body threat in the red zone and being an underrated route runner, all of that in addition to his ball tracking skills and his physicality, again, that shows you why Aaron Rodgers had so much trust in him. And I think it's why Nathaniel Hackett is really going to enjoy using him in this offense again. Most definitely. Mismatches are how offenses win in the NFL. It's about getting your players and their skill sets up against things that make the defense and the individual defensive players uncomfortable. A team like the Vikings do that so well with Justin Jefferson. Look, I'm, again, I'm not saying that Alan Lazard is Justin Jefferson, but being able to shift him inside to create unique matchups that put strain and stress on defensive rules, that's what Hackett has done well. And even in Denver, there were times last year where he was scheming people open and Russell Wilson you know, was not making the throws. He was not seeing the middle of the field. Look, I'm not here to defend Nathaniel Hackett. I'm just saying that I agree. I think he's going to show different looks and different packages, especially out of 11 personnel, where Lazard's in the slot or where Garrett, uh, Wilson is in the slot. You're going to see a lot of these looks and it's going to be based on creating mismatches because that's we, where we are in the NFL and how teams are scheming people open. So that flexibility is great. And look, it was part of what annoyed me about Mike LaFleur, to be honest, that he wanted so many skill sets out of Denzel Mims and that everyone had to know every position. But yes, there is, of course, some you know proof that that does work in the NFL. So I'm not being hyperly critical or overly critical of Mike LaFleur. I just think that Hackett's got a better feel for it. He knows Lazard, as you said, and I think they're going to be a really nice trio. And look, they're not going to be the Bengals' three wide receivers, but I think you're looking at a group that can be a top 10 wide receiver trio in the NFL. In the video that you made, you made a point of stressing that what Alan Lazard does really complements the other receivers that the Jets have, specifically Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Can you elaborate on that point, please? Yeah, of course. I mentioned it. Garrett Wilson, his primary strength for me is route running, uh, his releases, his ability to beat man coverage. That's what you love from him. Elijah Moore, shifty, speed, east-west, ability to stretch a defense. Alan Lazard, for me, look, I know his yards per catch weren't that high this year, but it was 17 yards per catch against the NFC East. I think he's an incredible deep threat. I showed that on tape on multiple examples. I think that's something we haven't really seen from the other two. He gives you the big body, the six foot five frame. He's a better run blocker than both Elijah Moore and Corey, uh, sorry, uh, 
Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson. And you get that because of the body size. I'm not naive to that, but yes, he does have better run blocking ability than the other two. Uh, and then as we said, he can play the big slot. He can be a red zone threat. He can be a back shoulder guy, which we didn't really see much success with, with Garrett Wilson last year, had a little bit at OSU, but not really with the Jets. So I just think it's that skill set that really sits well with the other two and meshes well. You have the frame, you have the ability to win with size and you have the vertical threat. And I think that really does complement the other two. Luke, let's talk a little bit more about Alan Lazard's run blocking. Now, I would argue it's not as good as Corey Davis. I think Corey Davis is a better run blocker than Alan Lazard. But Lazard certainly is a competent run blocker. And as you said, he's superior in that area to both Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore. Talk a little bit about what you saw when you watched the tape in terms of what Lazard brings to the offense as a run blocker. Yeah, I think he's a willing blocker. I, the size obviously stands out. When you watch those games against the AFC East, it's hard to look past the Miami Dolphins block where he took out three players at the same time, counted them out, ended up getting a fine in the mail. There's lots of highlight plays. I think there's some inconsistency about the way that Alan Lazard is as a run blocker. Sometimes I'd think, ah, oh, come on, man. If you, if you dr- dropped your head and hit your pad level there, you're going to block him and keep him inside. And Aaron Jones has got an extra 10 or 15 yards. So he's not perfect. I don't think personally he is as good a uh, run blocker as Corey Davis, exactly like you said, but he has enough willingness. He has the size and frame. He has the physical skill set to do that. And I think overall, he's an above average run blocker for a wide receiver. You're not getting a premier guy. But you're getting a guy that definitely can help the offense that Nathaniel Hackett knows how to deploy. And that's when you'll see him in the slot as well, Scott. A lot of the time when the Packers are running left, you'll see if they have a three receiver set, Lazard to the left-hand side on the front side of the play as a blocker, as another big body in front. So you can alter the formation based on where Lazard is on running plays as well. So I like that flexibility and the diversity for the Jets. And I think, yeah, overall, I would say above average run blocker, but you're not talking a guy who's as high level as a Corey Davis. Luke, let's talk about the weaknesses that we've seen from Alan Lazard throughout his time in the NFL, which we can't ignore because we've talked about his positives. And I think it's unquestionable that he brings more positives than negatives, but he's got some negatives starting with, as we said, he's not exactly a burner. He's not beating anybody with his speed. He's not going to be getting steps on anyone. He is a big body possession receiver. That's what he is. Elijah Moore and Garrett Wilson are going to be the guys that get the big yak, that have the speed and all of that. Alan Lazard will be the big body possession receiver. Not a bad thing, but we have to make it clear that certainly his lack of speed is a weakness and it's not the only one. There are other weaknesses in his game. Yeah, look. The speed is always going to hold him back in certain aspects. You're never going to get a high-end athlete. So that will put a, a, you know, a limitation on his ceiling. The other thing is the drop, Scott. I mean, he had a sprinkling of drops. He was top three in the NFL in drops in 2023. I think he had six drops in total. Uh, sorry, 2022. He had six drops. Um, and a lot of them are concentration. A lot of them are over the middle of the field, maybe trying to turn around, look where the safety is, where the hit's coming from. And then kind of, I said, spending his money before he's actually earned it. So there was a little bit of that from Lazard. By no means does he have stone hands. And look, I think Corey Davis, even though the drop numbers weren't that high, has shown a real propensity to drop the ball. I think all in all over the next four years, you'll see better hands than Corey Davis had for the Jets. But I still think it's a weakness to his game and something that's worth addressing. And if you're going to play him in the slot 41% of the time, 
there's going to be an expectation that you're going to secure those balls, be a security blanket, move the chains, and Lazard has to make sure he holds up his end of the bargain there. So that was something that I saw. I think you're going to get a limited athlete to some extent. That's going to limit the ceiling. And then you're also getting a guy who has his fair share of drops. By no means does he have bad hands, but there are some concentration drops in there. And that's going to be an issue. But look, if you're moving the ball and getting 17 yards per catch and Aaron Rodgers is your quarterback, you can live with drops if you're getting those big plays, which is what the Jets just haven't had for the last decade. You get a lot of targets and sometimes that leads to a lot of drops. But one thing that's kind of interesting, Luke, is if you go back and chart Mike Evans' success in the NFL, since you brought up Mike Evans before, one thing that he struggled with in the early part of his career was drops. He had a really troubling drop rate especially for a wide receiver of his caliber. And Todd Monken, who, of course, is now the offensive coordinator of the Ravens, he interviewed with the Jets before they hired Adam Gase. We were talking about the Jets hopefully trying to recruit him this year for the job that went to Nathaniel Hackett. He worked tirelessly with Mike Evans on the drop issue. And the drop issue with Mike Evans was almost entirely concentration-based. Evans' drop rate went down dramatically. After Monken started working with him, they would stay after practice for over an hour and do certain specific drills to make sure that Evans was more focused. And as you said, didn't spend his money before he earned it. You have to figure that Nathaniel Hackett, who knows Alan Lazard pretty well, will have a game plan to try and work on that with Lazard. And you would think that there's a good chance that drop rate goes down at least a little bit in 2023 now that Lazard is here with the Jets. Yeah, there's plenty of examples. I think Mike Evans is a really good one. If you look back to Chase, uh, Jamar Chase in his rookie season, had some drops early through the preseason, through the first couple of weeks of the NFL season. And then that has not been an issue for him and Joe Burrow over the last two years. So there is there are ways to fix drops, especially concentration drops. And that's why I think it's so important to actually allude to what's causing them. If it's a guy that has not ideal hand-eye or literally just does not have those soft, supple hands, you're going to run into some issues. That is not the issue with Alan Lazard. It's never been the issue. It's very similar to what you mentioned uh, with Mike Evans, those concentration drops. And yeah, look, hopefully uh, Hackett has the awareness of the player. Uh, and, you know, everyone talks about what a great teacher he is. That's something that should improve. I don't foresee it being a big issue, but it was just something I wanted to point out on the tape. Luke, since you broke down Alan Lazard's games against the AFC East, Let's talk about how he matches up specifically with different cornerbacks. Now, he's not going to have to deal with DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner, except in practice. And, hey, iron sharpens iron, so that should help his game going up against two of the best corners in the league on a daily basis. But he's going to go up against Trey White with the Bills. He'll go up against Xavier Howard, who definitely took a step back last season, but now also Jalen Ramsey with the Dolphins. We know what the situation is with the Patriots as well. How do you think Lazard matches up with the corners that he's going to have to deal with two times a year each in the AFC East in 2023. You know what, Scott, the thing I'm going to find fascinating is that when you look at Howard and Ramsey, you're looking at guys who are also athletically somewhat limited. Now I talked about that with Lazard. His isn't because of age. It's more because of just, he's a five, six foot five athlete and that's his profile. But Jalen Ramsey isn't the athlete he once was. Xavier Howard is getting older and has had a ton of injuries. So you're not going to see guys who can, 
physically run a ton faster than Lazard. So that's where I start to get excited and think maybe that's why he had the success he did in 2022 against the AFC East. He's got that big frame. None of those guys are towering up to his six foot five uh, stature. You're not going to see that from them. If they're not also elite plus athletes, does he have an advantage over some of these guys? I think the answer is yes. You've got similar things with guys like Tredavious White, guy who's coming off a knee injury. He's getting on the tail end of his career. The Jets have an opportunity here with Lazard to definitely take advantage of that. With Garrett Wilson on the other side, Elijah Moore playing inside and outside, I think the Jets have not only the best corner room in the NFL, easily in the division, and they can actually take advantage of some of these other groups. I'm not saying that Ramsey and Howard are a bad tandem. They're one of the best five to ten tandems in the NFL, but they're not what they once were, and their strengths actually match up to Alan Lazard's strengths, and they can't take advantage of his lack of athleticism and that athletic ability. So I think he's going to be completely fine, and we might have seen a bit of a sneak peek as to why when looking back at the 2022 tape. Luke, anything else about Alan Lazard that we haven't touched on yet that you think's worth mentioning? Just seems like a really good dude. Um, he mentioned a couple of reasons why he wanted to play in New York. The first was Hackett. He called him the best teacher he's ever had, school, football, anything like that. He mentioned wanting the big city. He was a guy who grew up from Iowa. He's always been a Midwest guy, uh, obviously played in Wisconsin, that kind of area as well. And then now he's playing in the big lights of New York. So he's got an incredible opportunity to come here, play with his quarterback, play with a scheme that's familiar with him, with language he already knows and verbiage that he's comfortable with. <clears throat> and he's coming into a great wide receiver room. So I think he's a, a good person, a good fit, and very good value for the Jets. And that makes me excited to see what this offense can do this season. Luke Grant, the Thunder from Down Under. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the film of the newest Jets wide receiver, Alan Lazard, with me. Really appreciate it. For everybody that wants to check out our videos over at youtube.com slash play like a jet, including the Lazard video that you put up that's about 10 minutes long and really does a great job of illustrating in a video format, what we were talking about in this podcast, what are they going to find when they go there? And what do we have coming up over the next couple of weeks and months? Yeah, there's going to be tons of stuff coming up on the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. I'm waiting like everyone else to see them make some signings, whether it's a Ben Jones or finalizing the Aaron Rodgers trade. You can bet there'll be more film breakdowns on all of those guys. Once we get closer to draft season, I'm sure you'll see videos on all the centers, uh, Villa, some of those prospects who are going to be high on the Jets' radar. Um, you just had uh, uh, C- CGJ go to the Detroit Lions, so the Jets are going to need a safety, some safety options in the draft. That's what the video is going to be about. Lots of all 22 film breakdowns, so make sure you follow us over there, uh, youtube.com forward slash play like a Jet. Make sure you check out the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel, youtube.com slash playlikejet, and everything we've got at playlikeajet.com. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn and Williams, bless you, thank you shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already, easy way to help out the show be like doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes along with help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcast and content you know where to go that's play like a jet digital and play like a jet.com 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.